0: This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape here in Central Ohio. This is Bryce Jacob. I'm with J.S. Brown and Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry. It's so good to see you, Greg. Good to see you. I've been uh, looking forward to edutaining everyone since last week. Well, me too. I count down the days where we get to do this. Yeah, so, this and, nice. and in between, I listen to our old podcast just to see how edgy. You're the we've one, been. huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the one <laughs> listener out there. Yeah, <laughs> we got to do it. That's how we keep our guests coming back. We get a second listener every week too. So, and we got a good one this week. You know, yeah. Uh, you doing a lot of yard work? Oh yeah. You? What I didn't get done in the spring, I'm
1: kicking myself for because it's been so hot. Oh, and, you man. know, now I'm just like. Eh, me cool down in a
0: couple of weeks um you know yeah a little bit you, at a time you know i went down to visit my dad and um it was you know, 100 degrees down in cincinnati Ugh. where he lives and i i said to my dad cuz i i don't see him a whole lot and when i go down to his house i went without my kids it was just a dad and me time and um i said hey while i'm here if you've got any projects around the house you want me to help out with some things i'd be more than happy to do that uh, cuz we just have a fun time plan too sure and um, and you know he said, well, you know I do have a birch tree in the backyard I need to take down, <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, okay, it's a hundred degrees, Dad, and I and he said, we don't have to do that while you're here. And I, I went, you know what? If that's what you need done, I'll, I'll we'll get the tree down. How about we get up first thing in the morning on Saturday and then get the tree down? So we went out there and pretty early, and there was the sun wasn't up yet in our right. area, yeah. so we were kind of working in yeah. the shade. It was about an eight inch trunk. And so, you know, we were working away at it and then I was going to take the the root ball out, which was the worst part of the whole oh, thing because yeah. the chainsaw does most of the other work and I was trying with an axe out there trying to hack away at this thing, and the sun came up, and Uh-oh. it was just hot and humid, no. and I was just dripping water. I had to lose five to seven pounds just standing there <laughs> whacking away, and I didn't even get the root to move. I mean, those dang birch trees are just, <laughs> just going to be terrible. there till next year when you go down yeah. to visit? Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I, I got a hole dug around it and got some of the roots out, but it just, uh, not enough to get it to snap. Ugh. And, uh, and so I ended up pouring, or I cut put the chainsaw down in the pit and cut it out. Nice. And then uh, we had... My dad was like, well, I have a root dissolving agent. I was like, sure, could have used that <laughs> yeah. like an hour ago. I would have liked to have known that. And then uh, Cincinnati's cool. Went down to Rhinegeist oh, yeah, And yeah. you know, the brewery. Sam Adams did a little yeah. brewery tour. That's, that's a cool yeah, place.
2: Yeah, it's a fun place.
0: Yeah. So our guest today, uh, you know Cincinnati, you know Columbus, and you know a lot of the nation, as a matter of fact. I've, I've got uh, Ron Frost. He's the director of retail sales with Ohio Mulch with us. That's great to have you on.
2: How are you doing? (laughs) I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you on. We've been talking for quite a while and wanted to get you on the program and and uh, and now you're here. Yeah, I'm super excited.
2: Yeah. A lot of great uh, topics to address today. I think yeah, it's going to be are. fun.
0: There, well, there's going to be, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. I and mean, maybe you have some advice of how I should have taken that tree stump out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, maybe
2: you should have just called your dad and said, hey, what kind of uh, th- chores do you have? And then decide whether you're going down
1: or not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not a bad idea. In the future,
0: I will do that. Dad, what projects do you have? Oh, right. you know what? I happen to be busy this year. That's right. So, yeah.
1: I confess, I've done the, uh, I tied a chain to the uh, root ball in yeah. the back of my card. And I, you know, I just, I don't have a big truck. I got Honda Accord. Right. That's all I needed because it was just, you know, a little guy, maybe a six to eight inch trunk, but it was just that last little oomph. I was out yeah. of energy and I just said, yeah. you know what? Did it work? Neighbors look away because I'm doing it and it worked. Yes. It worked like a charm. Yeah. That's a good thing That's
0: about good. us. We have some equipment that we can <laughs> You're lucky. use. You're lucky. <laughs> You're lucky it Didn't snap didn't, loose yeah. and come up through the window. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> or the, or tr- oh, yeah, yeah, lose half of my axle or whatever. Right. Yeah. No. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I know. It's ex- exciting. I think a lot of those uh, chores uh, become a burden for people, but really, if you address them in the right way, and uh, sometimes the tools make a big difference. So. Uh, you know, that's the fortunate thing with us. We have the tools that we can get in there and do those types of jobs a little easier. But uh, kind of make a light work of them. I'll, I'll call you guys. next that's time right.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I was praying my neighbors weren't watching.
0: Yeah. That's... Oh no, I had a good situation. I could have used you too, Ron. I had a, a a bush that I wanted just to move. You know, it was yeah. one of those things. I drove to the house every. I was like, why is that thing there? It needs to be four feet over. That's all. It would be right. so much better. Uh-huh. So I dug that around that thing and got the root, kept the root ball intact. So it took me half the day, and I was a lot younger than I am today. Right. So I got that thing and I thought, you know what, I'll just scoot it down four right. feet. I dug a trench and it's new location. I thought, it's perfect. And I couldn't get the thing to move. It was way too heavy. So I did this like you did, uh, right? I went yeah. and got a chain uh-huh. and I tied it around the the front of my wife's Camry.
1: And, uh, <laughs>
0: and so there's a little hooks there, you know, for yeah. like a chain. So yeah. I was like, oh, this will do it. So I wrapped it around. I put a blanket around the trunk so the chain wouldn't, you know, pull the bark or do anything like that and I uh, put the car in reverse while I had watered the trench a little bit just to have that be moist soil. And the c- tires caught in the mud oh, and just man. started oh, wow. digging a pit. And that, that trunk was it was so <laughs> strong that it wouldn't, it pulled it a little bit, but then the tires couldn't get up over the edge of the, the driveway because yes. it dug too much of a pit. So I kept gunning it and it's firing <laughs> mud up all over the car, it's getting filthy. My next-door neighbors are out on their porch just laughing wow, <laughs> They're and they thought it was fantastic. <laughs> And they have a big truck. So they said, let, let me help you out. So I t- I kept the thing tied to the trunk. They went and got their chains and straps and tied it to the back of the car, got right. in the yard and, you know, pulled the tree and the car. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so my wife was gone. She didn't know I was doing this. So she came home and I had wa- I had, had the plant, the, the bush moved and I mulched around it and uh-huh. then, uh, and I washed her car. You oh, know, that's it the hit, key component. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I hit all the evidence. And, you know, I made it sound like it was a lot easier. And I paid off my neighbors, you know, with a few beers yeah, to not say go. a exactly, darn thing right. to my wife. So, yeah, that was. And your wife
2: was impressed. The job got done. <laughs> yeah. she didn't yeah, and need she to had know a clean car. Yeah, she didn't need to know the details. I was the right? winner that day.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so <laughs> We're, we're glad for punishment, aren't we? You know, us guys, we just try to think of the hardest way to get something done. Yeah, and just I'll tell you.
2: My, yep. uh, my son-in-law, he said, uh, hey, I am I have 40 yards of dirt. Can you come over this weekend and help me move it? And I'm thinking, sure, I'll help you move it. but. Uh, so, I, I got our rollback and I got the Bobcat. And when I showed up, he was like, had four of his buddies there. He's like, This is going to be so cool. Two hours later, it was moved. He's <laughs> like, You done. don't know how much time you saved me. I'm like, You didn't think I was going to come over and wheelbarrow that all over, did you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your little shovel. <laughs> that little yeah. shovel. <laughs> yeah,
2: they all had shovels out there waiting. And I was like, Okay, here's the big shovel.
0: Oh, well, good job. Worked well, well good. You're, you're the right friend to have, yeah, I'll tell a... you that. So, I was thinking seven yards was plenty of dirt because yeah. I've moved that much mulch and that takes me forever to do that. But right. anyway, you're with Ohio mulch. We could probably talk all day about stories where we've been dumb and you've been smarter than us, as Greg and I do it all the time mm-hmm. on this program. But you, you've you been with Ohio mulch how long? Ron? I've
2: been with them 12 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Been with them, I came uh, with them in
0: 2008. And, How did you end up getting into this line of business? Did you, well, did you I, end up before? Or?
2: no, I, I actually came from a completely different uh, background. I was, uh, with, uh, a Lamborghini for many years, 25 mm-hmm. plus years and, uh, ran, uh, some, the retail operation out in Marysville, Ohio, which was the number one dealer in the country. And, and, uh, then went to Atlanta and, uh, was in Atlanta for an 18 month contract. And, uh, then, uh, 2008 was when the market started to fall 2007 2008 yep. and I knew the owner for 20 years of Ohio mulch and he'd been trying to get me to run his retail operation so I came back to Columbus and for a short stint and have been there ever since so
0: do you sell them Lamborghinis yeah as <laughs> a matter
2: of <laughs> fact a couple yeah very <laughs> nice <laughs>
0: yeah
2: he uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of great car people in Columbus and mm-hmm. uh, certainly uh, they're passionate about their uh, exotic and uh, and old vintage cars so mm-hmm. that's kind of where I came from, you know, yeah. back in the classic car area back in 81, that's where I started. And, uh, then we kind of migrated into the Highline exotic cars and kind of took it from there.
0: Now, were you at the Easton auto show that was, uh, over this past weekend?
2: No, I wasn't at that one. As a matter of fact, a couple of weeks, you know, that cars and coffee uh, Mm -hmm. deal that they have that, uh, those are really good events for a lot of people to see the cars that maybe they uh, grew up with or Mm -hmm. uh, coupled with the fact, maybe uh, something that uh, you've always seen and wanted to be part of. So uh, I think that that kind of gives a full spectrum of what types of cars that people are looking for.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, I, you know, Cars, the design of cars is something that I've always marveled at. I'm a Lamborghini nut myself from the just being passionate about looking at them. Yes. <laughs> I haven't been driving <laughs> yes. them yes. by any stretch of the imagination. But um, I'd love to have you come back and just talk about luxury design and what makes something special with design. So maybe we can do a show on that. Huh?
2: Oh, That would be awesome because I think the design is such a critical component. I think uh, you know, we could spend some good time on that All because right. there's a lot of background uh, on that in the highline business.
0: Yeah, well let's let's plan to do that. So folks, if you're listening to this one, keep your eyes peeled. We're going to have another one of these shows. that's going to talk about automobiles and design and fine luxury design. So and maybe
1: he'll bring a Lambo that we can just cruise around in, you yeah. know? That's not <laughs> you maybe know, we can I mean, do the show yeah. from a Lambo. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad idea.
0: That would that would be nice. Zero so. to jail in six seconds. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they can catch you. So is it not breaking the law if you don't get caught? I that's, mean, that's, I, yeah, you know, that's I, my I, kids that's, seem to tell yeah. me. I'm not sure how that works. And a
2: lot of people you pass think it's pretty cool, too. So, you know, yeah. they're not going to turn you in. Yeah. That's true.
0: They got your back. That's right. They'll, they'll cut the cop off for you as you blaze by. That's right. Wonderful. Well, maybe we'll save that for another episode, right? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but let's um, let's talk about uh, Ohio mulch because it's something everybody needs in their homes and mm-hmm. and. So, you know, I live down in Charlotte, so I'm curious if you can draw a little bit of comparison. But when I was living in Charlotte, we didn't have mulch because of termites. Right. And is that a concern up here, termites at all, with mulch?
2: Well, yes. Uh, Obviously, a lot of people perceive that with the hardwood mulches, uh, Mm -hmm. the, the, the whole market has kind of trended towards uh, the hardwood mulch is because we live in a clay-based soil region, so our soil so nutrient deficient. The hardwood feeds the soil. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that we do a little different, I think, when you look at the big uh, companies like Scotts and us and Oldcastle, is that we produce the soil. We grind uh, we are not the soil, but we uh, produce the mulch and grind it, and then we wedge it for six months, three months, depending upon what type of time of year it is and the heat factor uh, within the pile, and it cooks out all the weed follicles, and mm. any of the bugs that are in there. So then by the time we process it to a finished good, there's nothing in there. So if you lay it, and then there's uh, termites in the house or somewhere around it, yes, it can uh, it can go to that mulch, but mm-hmm. it won't
0: come that way. They won't come with the termites. Correct. Okay. Yep. And so uh, where does mulch come from?
2: Mulch comes from a, a variety of different... Uh, we get a lot of it from the um, bark mills, the, mm-hmm. the sawmills that are cutting. We take the bark... Uh, and then we um, produce the bark and grind it to a different grade depending upon what uh, customers are looking for. Some of which uh, are coming from the, the branches and trees from city entities, homeowners. Uh, so basically what happens is uh, they'll bring them in and we'll produce them. And uh, it becomes a great um, nucleus for the heat because uh, the green waste that we grind mm-hmm. will put on top of our bark and it'll stimulate the heat which will cause oh, really? that cycle to go from six months to four months, three months, depending upon the time of year.
0: So what is the duration of time that typically mulch is ready from when, you, when you've when you chipped it?
2: Uh, so between three months and six months okay. uh, from the first grind.
0: All right. And mm-hmm. so I, there's all kinds of different mulch. And is it dependent on, do you do that to make it different mulch? Or is it where the source is that it, that it's coming from?
2: No, the uh, the source is all the same. One thing that we do differently is because we're the manufacturer, we offer 16 different variations of, mm-hmm. uh, of mulches. We have the hardwood and the cypress uh, down in Homerville, Georgia. We have an Ohio mulch manufacturing facility that's been down there for 18 years. They do all of our cypress, cedars, and pines. And we also have a, uh, a cypress mill down there that makes uh, cypress wood. Okay. And uh, cypress is pretty interesting because it has thujone, which is just like uh, a cedar. So it kind of, um, you know, uh, gets the bugs not to come around it. So it kind of uh, stimulates them to go somewhere else. So why is it
0: such a good weed preventative?
2: Because what happens is the weeds, it'll actually cover the ground mm-hmm. and the weeds will, and the heat of the mulch uh will keep the weed follicles from growing, coupled with the fact that when it can't get to the dirt, the nutrient component's not there as well. So the mulch uh, provides a barrier that uh, mm-hmm. allows that- Just chokes uh, it out. Chokes it out, How yeah.
1: deep, how deep do you recommend? Two, two inches yeah, th- so is so you don't typical. need six inches, no. you don't need tons and tons.
2: No, not at all. You only need two inches, and the great yeah. thing about it is back uh, when there used to be, 10 years ago, it used to be cypress, and the cypress mulch was, uh, you know, after two or three or four years, you had to take it away. And now mm-hmm. with the hardwood, it composts into the soil, feeding the soil, and at the same time, you don't have to remove it.
0: Should you till it into the soil over over time, or do you just let it naturally it, work itself in?
2: Yeah, the the natural it naturally just um, forms uh, decomposes decompos- to a a, a soil based type. It's mm-hmm. a real fine silt, and it actually goes right into the
0: to the ground. Yeah, we do um, a series that. Uh, has preventative maintenance tips for folks. And, and one of them, obviously, in the spring when we get heavy rain, of course, we get it all year round here. Yeah, last it seems like it. That's But, sure. you know, we get, we've had so much rain and people get water in their basements because everybody around here has a basement. And um, one, of the, one of the tips we give folks is make sure your grade around the house is adequate for water to slope away so it's not coming back to the foundation and fill in any of those pits, but also not to use mulch as that uh, as your grade component, that you really want topsoil under there, or, or a compacted soil rather, right. against the foundation. So, so many of the new build homes, they have that overdig for where they put the basement in, and it settles over time. It starts to collapse and and taper back to the the house. So, I always you know advise people don't use mulch. But over time, I guess that mulch as it breaks down could contribute to the the depth of the soil, but not the fresh mulch. That's what we don't want to be using it as a correct as a, yes. a sloping agent.
2: Yes, and I think that, you know, because the the mulch, uh, one of the critical components is it does hold the moisture for your plants and flowers. So you don't want it close, um, you know, as a Mm -hmm. filler, if you will, because then it'll retain the water and exactly what you're trying to to, uh, get away from the foundation. So
0: So how do you calculate how much mulch you need? That's the thing I always run into. I I go, oh, man, how do I do this? And whether it's bags or truckloads, um, I've done it both ways. You know, where Mm -hmm. the kids come around and they're selling mulch and and, and you go, okay, well, you know, I guess I'll get... Hundred bags. <laughs> yeah. <If you> <laughs> try to do the math. You just look yeah. like an idiot. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And they're not helping. Sure, Mister. They're
2: saying I think you need 125. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. But that's a good. That's a good question and a common asked question. Uh, we have a mulch calculator, but the the simple way is length times width divided mm-hmm. by 135, and that's at two inches. Mm-hmm. So length times width divided by 135 tells you how many cubic yards you need. And then if you want bags, all you got to do is uh, determine whether you're at one cubic foot bags or two cubic foot bags. And it's 13 and a half bags, two cubic foot bags for one cubic yard
0: mean, my head hurts after yeah, I know, all that yeah. math. He yeah, he said rattle
1: that off real quick. And then that's the thing too. I've gone, you know, to the Ohio Moults over here on uh, on thirty three, and I bring the van. I go, yep. I don't know how many bags you want. I Go give me twenty. You know, you load it up before I break the axles on my car, You're right? And then <laughs> what's that? What's that bag? It like when does it become economical for the bulk delivery? versus going and buying a truck bed full, full of bags? Or is it just, is there a magic number for that?
2: Yeah, I think that um, the bag costs will always be slightly higher than the bulk cost. There are definite savings on the bulk side of things. Uh, we typically have our bulk and our bags on uh, special throughout the season, but the bulk pricing um, is always uh, less expensive than that of the bag, just because of the true cost of manufacturing. Sure.
1: So, so what's, so what's the, you know, how many, I, I guess what I'm asking, is like how many bags, if I need hundred bags or, you know, I mean, what yeah. how many, cause I, I think they you, it delivers in tons or yeah, half tons. Uh, uh, cubic yards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's the, again, I guess, what's the math for that? Well, I mean, <laughs> the math breakdown
2: is if you're looking at um, anything over 14 bags, okay. you know, it's, it's, probably right. more conducive for you if you have the ability to uh, pick it up in a pickup truck sure. or have something to put it in. A lot of people will bring it in in vans. They'll, they, uh, we've had people that uh, we li- literally will scoop a cubic yard out, dump it in front, and they'll uh, take it away in five-gallon buckets. So oh, uh, <laughs> it just depends on, you know, what your application sure. is. But uh, right. so 14, 14 bags. bags is the yes. magic number. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. So
1: next time the wife says 15, I go, nope. No, they're delivering it to me, baby. What? Either one less bag, <laughs> or it's a truckload. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. And, it's, no, and it it's always is.
2: Uh, it always has been a, a, a known fact uh, um, that the bulk side of things you end up. Uh, our buckets are one cubic yards. We always overfill six to eight inches over the bucket, so um, it just depends on uh, you know what you're getting. But you always seem mm-hmm. to get uh, more than what's extra. in the bag because the bag has a automatic feeder that feeds sure. it at a specific amount. Sure. So. Mm.
0: Good to know. Yeah, you know, mm, I you the, the other part of it, it, I've had it done both ways at my home where I've had the pallet brought that's packed up and wrapped and all that great stuff, and they drop it off. And it, where they drop it, it's going to sit until you right. move all those bags because you can't scoot that thing around. But I've also had the big pile dropped off, which, you know, it sits in the driveway. The one thing that's nice about the bags is you can go pile them where you want them. Mm-hmm. And with the, with the big pile that's in our driveway, you know, blocks the driveway or the garage right. in our case and uh i have to do my job You work. Yeah. <laughs> i actually have to i can't go in and be like yeah maybe tomorrow my <laughs> wife's like get that out of the way so yeah you know
2: the bulk does a lot of people do say that it, it definitely creates a call to action because when that bulk's sitting there you almost feel obligated to get yeah. it moved right away where the bags you can kind of say i'm going to do 15 tonight and then i'll do some more the rest of this week but uh the bulk yeah. tends to
0: well, and I can tell my kids to drag a bag over too, right. you know, but I can't have them fill fill a wh- wheelbarrow and right, exactly ride the thing right. over because yeah. they always dump it in the yard and I'm picking it out of the grass. It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I think a, they do it on purpose. Actually. Yeah, I oh, I know. I can't control this. Dad. I'm that. going yeah, back inside. <laughs> <laughs> you <do. laughs> if you're not good at it, they don't ask <laughs> oh, you to do it again. Mm-hmm. Right? They, yeah, they're smart. Well, yeah, they have. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't figured out. So wait, your wife does all the yard work. Is that why you dump the wheelbarrow? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't like back in do longer
1: it
2: (laughs) It looks so much nicer when she does she does she does such a great job
1: because she's passionate no that's one thing we definitely tag team because i mean you just gotta you know right and i'm always the one lugging the bag so i lug and she cuts open and yep
2: hey teamwork teamwork Teamwork. that's what it is it's teamwork and it makes it easy until the wheelbarrow gets
0: dumped (laughs) that's right that's (laughs) right that's right Hey, you know what would be a good thing is if we did the tip of the week. This is a good time for the tip of the week. And I've got a tip that people appreciate very mulch. Uh,
2: <laughs> I <grow>. love that. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> it's time for the tip of the week. Spring is a great time to apply mulch in Ohio. In the spring, the soil has warmed up and is dried up from the winter's rain and snow. This makes mid to late spring the perfect time to apply mulch. In a typical season, you might apply mulch in early May, but you can also apply fall mulch. Just like you would in the spring, adding just enough to refresh what's broken down. Many landscaping professionals actually practice and prefer fall mulching. Fall mulch works like spring mulch to retain soil moisture, suppress weed growth, and protect bare soil from erosion. And that's your tip of the week. Let's get back to our guests. Any other suggestions you got with that? And Bryce, that's a great point. And I think
2: a lot of people um, do it from aesthetic standpoint, but there's so many other factors that, that help the landscape and help the the, uh, the plants uh, bloom longer and uh, in the spring. And I think one of the other factors are in the wintertime, the mulch heats up, it, it, it's composting all year round. And as you put it around the ball of the tree, it keeps that root. Uh, temperature up about 10 degrees, which um, allows those plants to bloom earlier and longer in the season. So a lot of people say, "Yeah, by uh, rhododendron it bloomed this year." Yeah, but it really only bloomed for about six weeks. Whereas, you know, if you uh, if you protect it through the winter, they become uh, the the blooms are so much more vibrant. Coupled with the fact that that lasts longer.
0: That's a good tip. I wish we would have done the show in the winter because I would have been smarter this spring. Right. Because mm-hmm. I didn't put mulch down this year, and the reason for that was you've heard me belly aching about our curbs and all that stuff. Yeah. Where they <laughs> tore our, you know, our neighborhood. They replaced the streets and the curbs, right. and they dug up into everyone's yard, yes. and put sewer, and all this. And so they've put grass seed down that just hasn't taken, and so my yard looks. I mean, it looks like mm. a, a, a BMX yeah. track. Right. It's just an absolute <laughs> mess. And I wasn't inspired to put my mulch down, but I've got a weed problem like you wouldn't yes. believe. And so I've been try I've been out there pulling weeds, which is all it does is it, you pull one, two, two come back. And, um, you know, we've used some of that Roundup and things mm-hmm. like that. But I, you know, my wife and I were just talking about getting a truckload of mulch out mm-hmm. of the house because it doesn't matter to us right now. I just want to cover the weeds and make right. it look nice and, right. and do that. So. I fall. don't know. Maybe I need to get you out there with a truckload yeah. and bring the bobcat. That'd yeah, be fun. That'd we'll be do easy. some other a things. Lot easier. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, I, and I think that a lot of times it, it makes it difficult because, you know, when the grass seed doesn't germinate, you know, it germinates at a real low uh, percentage, but the weeds certainly take off. And they'll. Mm. Um, that's why a lot of them will put down, uh, they make a, a special um, seed called Ohio State Mix, and it's made for this uh, area, and it will come up quick, and then to keep the, the weeds choked out, and then the bluegrass takes over mm-hmm. and the 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 weeds don't stand a chance then so
0: well, I need that formula because yeah. our at my yard a year ago, right before they did the streets, was the best it's looked in all the years I lived there. Right, and this year it's the worst it's looked in all the years I've lived there. Right, it's just to total opposite. At least I you know. I feel like got a You can. I do have a hammock in the backyard. <laughs> you know, close your eyes and pretend it's green. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly right. I have a built-in back scratcher. There's thistle that's grown up underneath it. So, <laughs> <They are laughs> swing tough. a little bit to the right. That's right. That's oh, right. there. got it. <laughs> Ooh. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Some weeds are good, I guess. Yes. Um, so, Ohio Mulch doesn't just do mulch. You have a few other things, isn't that right? You've got soil that mm-hmm. that folks Correct. buy, and yes. then you also have a stone line, right? Yeah, we have. Um,
2: we always like to. We have uh, twenty five locations, and what we do is we do uh, one stop shopping. So we have everything but live plants. So we have uh, gravels, stones. Uh, we have pavers. We have marble. Uh, we have all of the things that uh, people can use around their house to build walls, fire pits, um, patios, um, also the gravels and bulk and bags. So if they want a little bit, they can get it. And one thing that we do a little differently is a lot of times where you go places that you have to buy uh, in square feet. Uh, we, if somebody comes in and wants three pieces, we sell them three pieces, hmm. whatever it takes mm-hmm. uh, to finish their project or start a project where we have um, whatever size they need.
1: Aren't stones fun to shop for? Yeah. I just I, even when I don't need them, I go and just <laughs> look at them, like the pavers <laughs> yes. and just how cool they are and the shapes and different, yes. you know, uh, colors. You have boulders and, and yeah. things. Yes, we have boulders. We have
2: you know sandstone boulders. We have granite boulders. Whatever you know, I, the neat thing about it is you can make uh, the design of your landscape uh, kind of fit who you are and what you're trying to say, and and we can make it the application of what you want. Versus, hey, well, the neighborhood is this. I know a lot of times you go into neighborhoods, everybody's neighborhood looks, or everybody's house looks the same. This gives you the ability to kind of adapt it the way you want. Your landscape is your own
0: twist yeah personalize it a little bit yep, yeah it's and fun, I, it's fun I think that is nice yeah i've never really get, looked at it the, yeah. the way you did greg that, <laughs> isn't it fun to shop for stone yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, i like <laughs> the paver stone how for often do you guy. shop for stone
1: I, I, every time i go and get mulch i always look just because yeah. it's oh, fun so right. you're okay. a, you're a, you're a, I'm a, I'm a stone win, kicker i'm a window shopper yeah, yeah you. no know, we use them a lot for uh you know just like the little Little uh, patio, or, you know, little stepping yeah. stones from the mailbox yes. through across the the mulch, you yeah, know, that yep. kind of stuff.
2: Where the you know, spigots are. I mean, yeah, three times a week. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that's I, a lot, quite
0: frankly. Yeah. <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> we we're, we're close, yeah. can't We tell we, you? We, right. yeah, well, jumping right. over the
2: fence was a little much, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> So you recognize him from the, the surveillance <laughs> yeah, film, right. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I up. knew you looked at him
1: funny. Yeah. 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 I think I know him from somewhere. Fooling anybody? that's right.
0: Exactly right. <laughs> well, good. So now, how do those calculations work? Are they a little different than with with mulch? Mulch and soil is what similar. You're, yes, you're, they okay. are. And mm-hmm. then you go by tonnage.
2: Yes, correct. Okay. on the On the on the stone, it's a, a little bit different. Seventy two, um, is the square foot that uh, it mm-hmm. covers. Um, and on um, the pavers and the, the marbles, they're square foot or piece by the piece. A lot of them will come already in a pattern. Like a French pattern is typically used and um, they'll come already in a pattern. So you can buy a crate like our marble that uh, goes on the patios. They'll actually come in a crate. So there's actually, uh, you know, uh, enough to do 400 square feet in a crate. So you can buy them and then adapt it the way you see fit.
0: So, and you have flagstone. Yes. Mm Or they do flagstone patio. Yeah, Fantastic. Now, do you do you have people that install that as well, or you just primarily provide the material?
2: We provide the the material. We have uh, several landscape companies and and stone uh, companies that work with us. And uh, we the the ones that are really good uh, contractors will um, you know advocate to our customers that come in if they're looking for stone. We we give them their name and number and okay. and tell them, hey, call these people. They're really good, and that way we can make sure that uh, they're doing it right and. The customers don't have the problem.
0: So is there, um, in your world, a cart before the horse moment, perhaps, like uh, if if Greg ever shows up with his wallet (laughs) Uh um, and and plans to... Likely. (laughs) (laughs) So, or someone that looks like him shows up with an actual wallet um, and they want to buy stone. Do you ever stop them and say, maybe you should talk to a designer about how this is installed and maybe this isn't the right stone for what you've described or... Mm -hmm
2: yes i mean yeah. that is uh that's definitely something that we try to do early on because a lot of times it makes it difficult especially for the contractor where they have this preconceived notion of what they can do mm-hmm. and everybody thinks that, you know oh, i'm putting a 20 by 20 patio on or whatever it is and they think that they can do it um you know it's th- <laughs> it's a little bit more cumbersome than you think to do it right
0: uh well, you right know. and well i think that's a key <laughs> that's you know everyone that. can do it right yes but to do it right only a handful can
2: right so we get them in the early stages of having someone come out that knows what they're doing in the application because you're in my backyard may be completely different because of the soil compaction in my backyard may be softer than yours. So the typical six inch, maybe eight or 10 or 12 or 15 inches in in, uh, an application. So it's it's very important to get people that know what they're doing in there. And then they can tell you, and then you can still have the, uh, the great thing about it is, is they can still look at all the different variations of stone and pick out what, makes sense to them and what they like and what stimulates them, but at least they have somebody that can tell them what they need, how much they need. Yeah.
0: So well, I got to be honest with you. I mean, now that Greg has planted that seed, it's fun to shop for stone. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking. Yeah, I want to come over and see yeah. some of this. Yes. So if I were to come out and see you, where are you located? And for other folks listening to this that are getting that same buildup of excitement that I am, right. where would they find you? <laughs> or can they look at some samples of what you have or current inventory on a website? Or give us all the contact, if you would.
2: Yeah, our uh, our website obviously has all of our locations. We have 25 locations. Uh, we have 16 here in Columbus. Nice. Uh, we have uh, seven in Cincinnati. We have uh, one in Burlington, Kentucky, one in Dayton. And uh, they all carry different varieties of stone which are, are, and pavers, which are, are top line sellers. But we have a stone division in Black Lake, which is right down on Reynoldsburg, New Albany Road, mm-hmm. and it has acres of different Uh-oh. types of stones. Road oh, trip. I mean, road I'm road telling you, right now, right. if you bring a tent, we can go ahead and let you put it in the parking lot. No, we can stay all night. <laughs> you yeah, right. can stay all night. A weekend around. trip. Where did you go? Well, I <laughs> went to the stone yard. I'll almost... <laughs> mulch.
0: <laughs> My back is killing me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Bring an inflatable mattress and yes? an extension cord. Right. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, I'd I'd be up for that. Yeah, we could uh, we could run a podcast from there. there yeah. We go. yeah, it's really cool. We'd be very grumpy if Ooh, we did yeah. it in the morning. I have a feeling. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. It's not comfortable. Right? <laughs> that's right. Well, good. So that's a good one to go to. Yes. My goodness. You know, and we run into this obviously in our line of business with construction. We're always running into things where people want a hearth or they want a unique piece of stone. Right. And you know that you can't just go to a catalog and say that one. Um, they oftentimes want something with some fossil in yes. it or some detail, something that makes it really unique. So that's good to know you have that out there. Right? Um, are there stones that you would cut down specifically if you found something and said, hey, if we just knock off the edge of this, maybe that works for a hearth? Or
2: Well, the the nice thing about the stone division is they have all the different variations of stone. So people can come in and handpick it. We have a mm-hmm. lot of natural stone. We not only have uh, you know, a man-made stone, but we also have, marbles and, and granites coupled with, uh, you know, all natural stone. So people can come in and, you know, they're, they're different. The neat thing about them is they're different colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can pick a palette of stone that, or uh, a half a palette, or 15 pieces off the pallet that fits exactly what they're looking for in that natural stone. And they can get the size variations as well. We have ones that are three feet around and we have some that are, you know, two inches around. So it just depends on what you're looking for. So if you're looking for pieces,
0: we have them. Excellent. Cool. Well, See? that's good to know. So Fun. folks mm-hmm. listening to the show, get on the website, <laughs> check it out. If you're interested in actually doing an overnight camp with uh, yeah. with Greg and I. Maybe this weekend. Uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> not I'm not busy. I wanted to cool down a little bit. If I'm going to be uncomfortable... On my back, right, I at least right. want cooler air. I don't I mean, want to be sweating we, on top of stone.
2: We have a couple of trees we can hang a hammock if you want. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're make we're that talking. overnight
0: stay a little bit more Shoot. <laughs> Sounds like you kind of want us out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> You're know, you going to call the police in and be like, I don't know what they're doing there or how they found out about this. But
2: Well, you know, they say time equals. You know, <laughs>
1: no publicity is bad publicity. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They say time That's equals right.
2: commitment. So the more time you stay right. there,
1: the more you're going to buy, you right? buy it. So. Ron,
0: awesome to have you on. Thanks for, for joining me. Um, oh, we'll you. get you back and maybe maybe we'll do something for spring and fall maintenance and get you back on the program. Really Great. help our listeners know what to do when, when they're doing what I should have done um, <laughs> uh, earlier this year. And then we're going to get you back because I love the idea of having you talk about the fine design automobiles and being a Lamborghini guy. I'm interested in hearing about that quite a bit more. I know you are too, right yep, yeah. that'll, be, that'll be quite a fun show. So thanks again for, thank for being for here. Me. And uh, we'll look forward to having you back. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Folks, Greg and I do this all the time. We have such a good time. and We're just glad you listened to today's program. If you got this far into it and you're just um, wondering where you can find more of these wonderful episodes, you can do that by going to jsbrowncompany.com and check out Above Grade Podcasts. we got all the archives there. You can certainly go to an area where you would lo- download your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review us when you're done with listening to the programs. We always want to find out how we can get better at what we're doing. And we can only do that with your feedback. So we're going to do this again. Like you heard me say, Ron's going to come back. We're going to talk cars, which is a little different for us. And we'll have more construction talk coming up in the next couple weeks here. So till next week, this is Bryce Jake with JS Brown Company, wishing you a great week to build from.
1: Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.